far as investors are concerned, investors buy stocks and they don't want to get dividends from those stocks. They don't want earnings. They want the stock price to go up because that's an easy way to make money and not pay taxes. You're just, your stocks go up. You want to see that line go up. Your growth, we value growth. We think growth is the way to get richer, to do better, to make our country great. Grow, grow, grow. But it turns out growth of shares is very different from having a healthy, sustainable revenue generating business. And that confusion really is at the core of why our digital economy is not rewarding people. I, I, w- I want to take you back for a moment to the Twitter example, because um, you actually know one of the co-founders, Evan Williams, right? Yeah, I actually know a couple of them. I mean, I knew him when he was, you know, just looking for that next hundred dollars to get, <laughs> you know, to keep his servers up. Um, you know, but when I saw him on the cover of the Wall Street Journal, the morning that Twitter had its IPO, and they had the number 4.3 billion under his face, you know, which is the, the amount of money he earned that morning. Wait, so one, one day he was suddenly $4.3 billion richer? Yeah. I mean, it's got to feel good. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. because they went public. But, you know, I was also sad for him because I realized by taking $4.3 billion, he was going to surrender his company to this growth trap that now he was having investors who were expecting what they call 100x or 1000x returns. They put in money at that 4.3 billion, but they did it because they wanted the company to be worth 400 billion within a year or two. You know, that's what they wanted was growth, not revenue. And I realized he had really given up his company, that he had, in some sense, killed the dream. Because now Twitter, which is a successful company doing what it does, is going to be forced to do this very dot-com thing that they call pivoting. When a company pivots, it means get out of that business that you're in, that revenue-generating business, and go towards growth, even if you have to cannibalize yourself. Sell off your most productive assets. Sell your good businesses so that your share price will go up, and then we can sell our shares to the next round of investors. Hmm. And you keep doing that until the company's dead. Well, let's let's talk about another example. I mean, you know, one of the hot um, tech companies is Uber, the uh, ride-hailing service. I mean, you have argued that ultimately this is not a business about getting people to their destination. It's a business model. Do you, do you want to explain right. it's that? It's a very particular, yeah, it's a very particular business model too. I mean, the thing, when, when you take venture capital at the, uh, of the amount that these young uh, startups are taking it, it's not in order for them to become successful businesses. It's in order for them to become what's known as a platform monopoly. That means you establish a complete and total monopoly in a particular area like Amazon did with books, and then you leverage that monopoly to go into someone else's business, like streaming media or cloud services or big box retail. So you're saying so in, in, in Uber's case, I mean, basically the model is to drive the, all the taxi companies out of business, and then you get control over that whole industry? Right. 
So because they don't really plan on making money in the taxi industry, what they do is they use their war chest of cash to undercut everybody else in the business, put every other taxi company out of business. Even if you don't make a profit doing that, doesn't matter if you make a profit. It doesn't matter if the drivers can stay alive doing it. It doesn't matter if you destroy ride sharing and taxis, as long as you leverage your monopoly into another industry before you've completely killed the first one. It's a fairly cynical way of looking at things. I mean, I don't know it's what, not cynical. I, I don't know what just, Uber I mean, would, would say in response to that critique that they don't actually, you know, they're ultimately they don't care about giving people rides. That's not their business. That's not their job. Their job is to return 100x or 1,000x returns to their investors. The only real problem with the system, other than that it's kind of destructive and stupid, the only real problem with it is that they don't take anyone into account other than the capital investor. You know, there used to be these three what they called factors of production. That's the three things that you need for any business to happen. You need land, you need labor, and you need capital. So land is the place where it's happening, the, the town in which you're running your taxis, where you need roads in order for those taxis to run. There's the labor, who are the drivers, and there's the capital, which is the war chest that you use. Now, when...